What is up, everybody? We are rolling audio here today on episode 29 of The Hotter Show. How are you? I hope you're having an absolutely fantastic weekend so far. Happy Sunday. Um, I am actually off uh, this Sunday here um, because uh, last night was the the Battle of the Bands. Um, I'm not going to talk about it too much. It was an awesome event. I'm actually going to do a podcast on it. Um, just strictly on the event, because um, uh, there's too much to talk about for just an intro. Um, so I'm going to sit down and do a full podcast on it. You guys can expect that um, the Sunday after the live cast. Um, it's uh, It was an awesome event, guys. I had so much fun. Um, throat's a little sore today from yelling and stuff, but, uh, still really fun. I had such a great time judging big shout out to all the bands. Um, I'm not going to talk about anything more than that for now, but, uh, really awesome event. Had so much fun. Also hanging out a little bit with Anthony from Animali, hanging out, being a judge with him. Um, but again, you guys, I'm going to do a full podcast on that. You can expect that May 15th, the Sunday, I'm going to uh, talk all about it. Really good event. Uh, I hope you guys enjoyed Thursday's podcast. Um, that uh, the Brand Hastings episode, part one. Obviously, you're going to hear the part two today. Um, really had good feedback from it. Um, Brandon and I, like, you know, we're definitely buddies and not good pals, but it's not like when I was doing my, my hangman episodes with uh, Ryan or uh, Brandon, because I've known those guys so well for so, so long. Um, this one was more of kind of like a, almost an interview-esque, um, and a lot of people uh, really dug that. Um, we had some great conversations in that. Uh, today's episode, we get into gigs we get into some influences and all that kind of stuff it's a really fun conversation Um, i'm not gonna take up any more time we're just gonna dive right into this here today before we do i just want to give a big shout out to jaybird digital arts the uh, kind of the first sponsor of the hotter show here Um, they do awesome work if anyone needs any kind of logos any kind of digital promotional stuff um, album cover designs, t-shirts, anything like that. They do it all and they do it great at all at great pricings. And Jason is a phenomenal guy to do with. So be sure to check them out. You can find them on Facebook and you can also find them on the web at www.jbirddigitalarts.com. That's www.jaybird digitalarts.com. And very quickly, kind of a new um, site. I just actually wanted to give a shout out to. Um, I, I, I don't know much about these guys, but um, they were kind of brought to my attention. Um, they're uh, basically, to sum it up quickly, they are a local promotional um, site for promoters or for bands or for uh, local venues, all that kind of stuff. Um, and they. Uh, Really, really cool site. Um, they they just promote all local bands, local radio, all that kind of stuff. And the site is called Music Fly. Um, you can find them on the web at Music Fly. That's music f l y dot c a. Really awesome site. Be sure to go give them, check them out. Um, you can also find them on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter. 
Really, really awesome. You can advertise on there. Uh, really cool guy stuff, guys. Definitely like to see um, see more of this kind of stuff happening. Uh, promotional of local bands and that. I'm always all about that. I'm all about uh, helping out the local scene as I'm so passionate about it. So be sure to check those guys out. That is musicfly.ca. So without further ado, we're going to kick into this podcast here, this part two with Brandon. Hope you guys enjoy it. Let's get into it. So, talking about gear and that, um, I guess we probably talk about uh, some of your influences and some of your favorite bands in that, because I know you've got a pretty big uh, array of influences. Yeah. Um, I guess the biggest two band-wise are Alter Bridge and Big Rack. Um, this, those two, just they do it for me. There's something about their music. It's just, I don't know, it's one of those things that when you lay in bed at night and throw the headphones on, it's just there. You know what I mean? It's just there. It's what you <laughs> listen to. Yeah. Um, but I mean, that all started because I just basically fell in love with Ian Thornley and Miles Kennedy's playing and singing. It's just top of top notch. Yeah. I mean, you know, Miles Kennedy is one of the best musicians I've ever seen. Yeah. Ian Thornley, you know, he's, uh, this guy's always he's, he's, he's an okay guitarist, I guess. You know, he's, he's, I think he's a little overrated, but, uh, yeah, he just flat out sucks. I, I don't, I don't get it. So uh, going back on what TJ said there, he's completely underrated in my opinion. <laughs> um, no, I kid Ian Thornley. It's 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 a it's a, always been a big joke with me and Brandon. That yeah. I just talk shit about Ian Thornley, even though like he's one of the best musicians I've ever seen. I, I am completely joking. Yeah. It's all tongue in cheek. I don't mean any <laughs> of it. Ian Thornley, if for some reason you're listening, you're awesome. I'm yeah, not talking sure. shit. And uh, we'd love to open for you. Yeah, outshine uh, <laughs> www.outshine.ca for outshine here. Yeah, but uh, yeah, it definitely Miles and Ian are the are the biggest two for me. Um, in terms of just guitar playing, Mark Tremonti was a big part of it yeah. from Alter Bridge. Um, I had the pleasure of seeing him this year, and it was so cool. I got to meet him, and he was just the coolest guy. I wish. And this is going to make me sound really strange, but he is much more built than I thought he was. <laughs> He's more buffed. Yeah, I walk up to him, and his his like his bicep is like the size of your head. And I'm like, he's a he's big a, dude. He's a big dude. You don't think he's going to be, but like, yeah. he's a big dude. Yeah. And his hand like wrapped around my whole hand. And I was like, whoa, this so. is a big dude. <laughs> Holy fuck. Yeah. And uh, Slash was another one. Yeah. He's yeah, a course, big influence. Yeah. And I think that's pretty obvious in my playing. The more, the more and more I write now, the more I hear it kind of thing. Um, but I had the pleasure of seeing him and Miles this year too, the day after March Money. And oh yeah, that's right. You were like on like yeah. big music overload. You were oh, like, dude, cloud nine for those two days, and uh, I was second row. And by second row, I mean there was this skinny little Asian girl in front of me, so I was front row. I was front row. <laughs> I want to knock that bitch out of the way. I'm like, out of my way. Yeah, Fucking I was front bitch. center, right in front of Miles. I was ready to cry. It was it was so exciting. See, I would have cried. I he came down, shook hands. He grabbed my hand at the end of the show, shook it, and that was just like. My I'm life's out. my life's complete. I'm out. Yeah, and I, I met Ian a few years ago, and that that was really cool. He had all the time to talk to me about gear. Like he could have stood there all day and talked to me about gear, if his management whatever would have let him. Yeah, of course. <laughs> yeah, and I know he's a good. I know he's always a good dude. And stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, th- those two, and yeah, I guess it goes back like to what my parents listened to, Def Leppard, and 
Bon Jovi, all that eighties. Hey, you guys, you stuff. guys have always kind of had a bit of like, uh, um, kind of how do I put this? Almost like a bit of an eighties classic rock like flair. Especially with you, like sometimes when you'll hit those high notes. Yeah, you know it's totally like. To. 80s like like 80s metal hard rock rock kind of yeah it's you know there. not quite but it's like you definitely have yeah. that vibe a lot of Alice in Chains when I grew up too which yeah is, which is I mean it's the best band in the world so I don't know you know the fact that you would be influenced by them I'm not surprised yeah. I think most people in life should be influenced by Alice in Chains because they're the best band that ever lived I, um, I just got to plug one more because it they were around for a long time and I, there was a period of my life where I, that's I listened to just them constantly and that's nickelback yeah just the huge influence vocally and and riff wise and songwriting wise chad kroger he knows how to write a song oh absolutely i the first band i ever liked was nickelback the first album i ever bought was nickelback yeah. the first five albums i ever bought were nickelback albums yeah i i was obsessed with nickelback forever well see like and i was into them before i was like hardcore into music and yeah. was like this is what i want to do for the rest of my life nickelback was like i was into them when like saving me and someday the good, the good and all that nickelback was it right that, that is friggin saving me as a tune yeah like oh, all that I kind of that stuff song. too bad all that's that. the real like, fucking nickelback yeah. you know that's when the was long like, road silver side up yeah. all the right reasons that's nickelback yeah that long road album like there was i think few songs on that album that weren't singles dude all that entire <laughs> album i listened to that album that's probably the album i've listened to the most out of any album in my life oh it's, it's just the long road it's a great album so obviously Nickelback being a big uh, influence for both of us. Yeah, um, I mean it's just it's a cool connection that you have them Canadian, right? That's oh yeah, absolutely that also yeah. helps with it. But yeah, I mean, and then you started to get me when we were at gigs. You started to get me into the heavier stuff. So that was when I really started listening to Seven Dust and more bands kind of like them, right? Yeah, fucking so Seven Dust. That was cool, and that's where the like the part of me inside that's like, yeah, I want to write a heavy riff. That's that's where yeah. it comes from. Yeah, good old Seven Dust, always good for a yeah. show, too. Yeah. Uh, seeing them in Godsmack last year was... Oh. Uh, I so wish I could have won. Dude, as I, remember, I, I called you like yeah. the, an hour before we were leaving. I was like, yeah, man, so uh, yeah. you around? Yeah. <laughs> in the long run, I guess it's better I didn't go. Oh, absolutely. I to put the dog down. Yeah, but... <laughs> well, it's a good thing you didn't go. R.I.P. Baxter. Yeah. Um, but uh, I guess talking about that and everything and the influence of the guitar and that... Um, let me just talk a little bit about, uh, I, I want to hear from you, um, some of the, obviously being a band, I guess technically from Bowenville, you still consider yourself from Bowenville, yeah, right? Like I know you're in Oshawa now, but our roots are in Bowenville. <laughs> your roots, our roots, we grew up, our roots are in Bowenville, yeah. brother. Um, let me talk about some of the, the bands you've shared stages with and yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, first one right off the top of my head is we've done a few shows with them and they're just, they're really great guys. Um, they're called straight to the hips. And uh, we did a show with them in Oshawa, um, and they were super understanding. I got stuck in traffic for three hours. Oh, no. So we had to switch the set around, and they were really understanding. So right from that point on, we're like, hey, these are cool guys. Like Most bands would be like, you know, this is this is bullshit. So, yeah, the, the diva complexes and yeah. shit. Um, so they're right off the bat. We played with Chasing Shadows a couple times. They're a super solid band. And then, I mean, of course, there's all the local ones from Boneville. Um, Out of My League, Fear the Unknown, all them, right? Yeah. Um, Beyond the Wall is great. We just played with them. Uh, there's Singularity from Bowmanville. There's, there's a lot of great local bands. Mm -hmm. 
I know I'm missing some here. Uh, yeah, I got like you can help bands me like Crane. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's, it's funny because like even me, like I'll sit down and start talking about local bands. Like I always seem to forget. And it's not like I'm like, oh, they suck. I'm forgetting them. It's just like, yeah, y- there's so many awesome bands. You almost forget. Like I got big like Hometown Heroes. Yeah. Um, oh, good Lord. We're forgetting um, people. But I like well, We Are X. Yeah. Um, Those guys are really great. I saw yeah. a video just recently of them doing uh, The Darkness, I believe, in a thing called Yeah, Love, yeah, yeah. And it was killer. Yeah. Those guys killed it. Yeah. Um, bands like, like Circle of Circles. Yeah. Um, it's a good, bu- good buddy of mine, uh, Austin. Uh, he's in Sound City. I think that's what they're called. They're from Oshawa. Oh, yeah. Okay, uh, okay. Austin Nolan. Um, I've got to plug Eleanor Shore. Yeah, of course. So, yeah, you know, Sean's, they actually, Sean's still a brother. So <laughs> yeah, yeah, they actually just uh, as we record this, they just released their EP actually yeah. a few days ago. I think it's called Basement. Um, Basement. Yeah, so yeah. definitely be sure to check that out, guys. You can yeah. find them. Um, check out all these bands out. Like I'll, I'll, I, yeah. I, I always try to plug local bands. It's something I strongly believe in. Yeah. Um, a lot of local bands, I'm sure, will be on the podcast eventually. Yeah. Uh, hope as long as some of them get back to me at some point. Um, the the big one for me, um, just because. I've been around them for years and supported them. I went to tons of shows. They've come to tons of our shows. Is, is Beyond the Sun? Yeah. Um, they're just they're literally like a second family to me. So that's I I, I got to plug them. Yeah. Um, the re, the re, Reduce is the Reduce. Reduce yeah. 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 Good uh, Phil. And that. Yeah. I've only really ever met Phil, and Phil's yeah. just a good dude. If you've met Phil, you've met Colin. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, Dalton Dalton's the the one that's not different in a weird way. He's just different from the two of them. Yeah. But there's no doubt they're all Reduce kids. Oh yeah, absolutely. <laughs> But uh, yeah, definitely plug them. They're they're more of a pop rocky kind of mm-hmm. thing. Um, they did a hard rock thing. They used to be happy earlier brother. The when I, yeah, I don't know what happened. But, I uh, think when I when I met Phil, I kind of jokingly talked spag. I was like, dude, you used to bring it with the riffs. What happened? Yeah. Like he was just yeah. kind of like, yeah, you know, we went for a different sound. I'm like, go back to your roots, bro. Yeah. Well, and you know, like I've been, you know, kind of side by side with them because they're like another family, and it's just. I guess their evolution of writing, you can say. It's yeah, not like, of course. Yeah, yeah. It was it's never, not a bad thing. It's just... There was never a definite time that they were just like, hey, let's do pop rock. It was just like one day, I think it was either Phil or Colin came to the came to the other ones and was like, what do you guys think of this song? And it just started flowing from there. So. Yeah, and it's not even like it's like we say pop rock. It's not like it's like it's still got some balls to it. Yeah. Like it's still Phil still playing guitar. And, yeah, exactly. You know, so exactly. it's still, he's still using all his... Uh, There's still nice ganache on there. Yeah, yeah. Like it's, he's still using his... You know, it's like... It's not like they're sitting there singing fucking like uh, they're almost like um, uh, what's the name of the band I'm thinking of <laughs> like a YouTube one of those YouTube no they're almost kind of like Boyce Avenue in a way in a like, way like like not like but like as far as how Boyce Avenue they're like lighter yeah like light they, they light can, light like a light lighthouse and stuff like that like it's yeah. like still has some balls to it they kind of compare themselves to like. One Republic and Coldplay, yeah, 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 but yeah. with more guitar. Mm-hmm. So definitely, and yeah. good man. Um, all all the bands listed are good. They're all awesome. Um, yeah, there's. I know, a, I know I'm missing some. Yeah. But uh, what about uh, you, you? No, go ahead. I was to say, what about um, people who I actually know their drummer from like ten years ago, just because we had mutual say. friends. It was um, uh, the Stormcrows. Yeah, I saw on Facebook that you guys are friends. Yeah, I, was, I meant to ask you about that. Yeah, they're a great band. Yeah, like, they, we were never like me and the drum. Like we were never like yeah. friends. It was like her one of her old friends was in my first quote-unquote band. Okay. Um, okay. Which you guys heard all about on the Brandon Bowden episode, Quarterstone, <laughs> uh, Mr. Eric. Uh, so that's like, I just, I've kind of okay. known her yeah. for like 10 years, but like not really. Yeah. So it's just funny. I saw, I knew she was always a drummer and I saw she started that band. And I was like, oh, cool. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 
mm-hmm. killer band, and their guitar player is actually friends with JV. They've been oh, in bands really? before sick. and stuff. Yeah, that's sick. Um, so yeah, they're they're a super cool band. We played with them at uh, Simcoe Blues and Jazz, and um, they just they actually completely blew our minds. We're like, okay, this band's getting on. They're last in the night, kind of thing. And they got on. We're like, wow, these guys are really yeah. good. And, uh, female fronted too, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. I haven't, I haven't had a chance to really. I, I heard some videos and stuff, but um, yeah. I, they look like they just are a really good band. There was another band we played with there at that Simple Blues and Jazz. They were called, uh, I think, Motor City Maniacs. Yeah, yeah. They were cool. Um, I don't really know how to describe their style. They're kind of heavy, but they also have like a cult kind of feel, like the cult oh, okay. kind of feel. That guy's voice is like Ian Asbury to a T. That's sick. So That's sick. I, I haven't heard them, but I'll yeah, check them out. They cover. They actually covered a cult song. Uh, really? I think that was as uh, She Sells Sanctuary, and it was like it was bang on. That guy's voice was just sanctuary. Great too, yeah. man. And that's that's some hard shit to cover too. Yeah, yeah. So the fact sure. that they did it. I mean, you guys do some good covers, um, nice. but uh, it's that said about all those great bands. Yeah, uh, there, there's been a few. I'm not going to name names that we've played with. There's, there's been a few horror stories. We're talking dirt here on the Hotter Show. Yeah, um, <laughs> the most recent one, and this is going to be the first time you've ever heard this one. Oh, so no. this should be entertaining. Oh no! Um, just recently, a couple weeks ago, we played the Atria in Oshawa. Actually, I guess it was a couple months ago at this point, and uh, we were told to play for an hour. So we go on at about ten after one in, in the morning, like you know, late, yeah. late at night. Yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah. So we go on. We do our hour set. And we're about five songs from the end. And this band that's supposed to play after us, um, keep in mind they're a hardcore metal band. We're not. They wear masks. They do everything. So, yeah. Um, so, they're, so yeah, their they're drummer's standing in the crowd with his arms crossed. He keeps pacing back and forth, pacing back and forth. So I'm introducing, um, I think, Not Ready Yet, our song. And I hear from the crowd, there's still another band yet, guys. And I just didn't didn't respond to it i was just in the zone kind of thing but it, it ticked me off like we're just doing what we were told to do that's all yeah if you're if you're told to play for an hour we're gonna play for an hour yeah and we had only been like 35 40 minutes into our set we still had i think three or four songs left and uh he kept pacing back and forth and i see jv shaking his head out there so i know something's up so we get to set me free which is always the last song in the set the big alert. closer yeah and uh so we get to that song and i'm introducing and the guy goes get it rolling let's go we still got to play here so this guy's just being like the biggest dick just unprofessional too like if you know if yeah. there's a misunderstanding or something like that you know that's not how you handle it yeah and and i also have to add before we any of us played i asked how long they were playing for and his exact answer was 33 minutes so we go into set me free um i'm already ticked at this guy like i'm i'm really ticked off which it I don't usually get like yeah, that. Yeah, no, it takes a lot to tick you off. I've ne- I think I've only it's maybe just, seen you ticked off once. Yeah, <laughs> and it's just something for me. Like I'm playing my music, I'm doing my thing. I'm not rude to you. I, w- I never was, so don't be disrespectful towards me and rushing me off the stage. So I forget the first verse of "Set Me Free" because this guy threw me off. So that just that just pushed over the edge, and we hit that first chorus of "Set Me Free," and. My dad, I see him laughing. I've never sung like that in my life. I was screaming at the top of my lungs to hit that chorus. So we finish the song, and um, we start packing up. And this guy walks back to the, to the drum riser, well, drum riser, where Dylan is. He goes, all right, all this shit's got to get off right now. We have one minute to switch over until we play. And Dylan's like, dude, we're just doing what we're told. Like, that's all. JV comes up, because this guy had already been pacing back and forth talking smack to jv the whole time he'd been in the crowd 
So Dylan's tearing up his stuff. He's got his cymbals sitting on his snare before he puts them in his bag. The guy grabs Dylan's cymbals, throws them on the ground, starts no. grabbing Dylan's stuff. No, fuck that. JV comes up. He goes, hey, that's my son's stuff. You don't touch that. So we get we get into this argument with this guy. JV and Dylan are ripping this guy a new one. This guy's screaming at them, just being so unprofessional. This guy started it all. I'm trying to pack up. My dad's got my big pedal board holding it at chest level. He walks over to the guy, starts yelling at him as well. So there's this this like three-way brawl, four-way brawl. This guy's just yelling at all them, all of like our crew and stuff for being us being unprofessional and not doing what we're told. And I'm like, dude, you're the one that's being really unprofessional right now. Yeah, like grabbing someone's shit and throwing it on the ground. Like unless and, they're being complete assholes to you, you don't do that. Yeah, and I and I have to add too, this guy's like probably thirties, forties. And he's grabbing eighteen <sighs> year old stuff and throwing wow. it on the ground. So, you know, we get off the stage, didn't even bother to stay for their set. Like it was just I wouldn't didn't even bother. So the, we went to the organizer of the show and said, you know, like that's unacceptable. And he goes, if I would have known that would, ha- that would have happened, I never would have had them here. He, he, he was very apologetic. And uh, he said, they're never welcome back. But he goes, you guys are welcome anytime you want. So it's just, just stupid stuff like that. That gets really annoying. Yeah. And I, I mean, that pisses me off because I mean, like, if I was there, yeah. I would have been pissed. Well, I would have, I would have fucking been I was like, you mean fuck like, you, bitch. I was just like, we were all ready to drop this guy, yeah. quite frankly. That's just, that's how exciting. If there's a misunderstanding or something, or if, if they were like told by the promoter or someone like, oh yeah, they're gonna play for thirty minutes, I would understand maybe why he'd be ticked off. But that's not how you handle it, especially you if you're like and and say, hey, yeah, what's going on, dude? What's and then the promoter comes, to you guys say, hey boys, there's been a misunderstanding. Or yeah, if I was him, I'm gonna go on you guys and said, hey boys, like, like I would have been like, we try and rush it, yeah. yeah. Which is like, fine. hey man, like I'm so sorry, but like there's been a misunderstanding. Yeah. Do you think you guys could maybe just play a couple more songs just so my band can go on and play? Like, like you yeah. know, what do you think? And it, you know, I mean, some bands might have been like, you know, oh, fuck you, peasant. But, you know, it's, uh, I'm sure you guys being the way you are, you would have been like, fuck, like, but yeah. I'm sure you wouldn't have been like, no, fuck you, you piece of shit. Yeah. Well, you know who the fuck you're talking to? Exactly. I am Brandon Hastings. No, it's not going to happen. But, and the, here's the kicker of the whole story. So we we were scheduled to play an hour. We went on at ten after one and finished at ten after two exactly because I looked at the clock. Actually, I think it was two eleven. We went one minute over. Uh oh. Yeah. This guy comes up. The Atria last time we played there, they said uh, no. I, I'm sorry. I messed those times up. We started at twelve ten and finished at one ten. One eleven, whatever. So they had um, the Atria as last call at two. So they had forty five, almost fifty five minutes between forty five and fifty five minutes. To get their stuff up there and play a 33-minute set. And he was complaining about how slow we were and how much time we took up. Wow. So, I don't know. It's just, it's just like, it's probably not that big of a deal, but it really upset all no, of that's us. No, like, that's not cool. It's, it, it maybe wouldn't piss me off as much if it was a younger band. Yeah. But if, if these guys, if they were older, you know, we're not going to name names and we're not going to drop anyone's names. That's not what we're doing, but it's just, yeah. That, that to me, like, that's just like, really, man? Come on, dude. Like, really? Come on, that's not cool. Yeah, it's just I don't know. It was very unprofessional, that's for sure. So obviously, that's a shitty show. That that's that's not cool, you know, folks. Guys, yeah. if you're in bands, I know guys in bands listen to this, and all the people that listen that are in bands, they're cool, they're professional. They wouldn't do stuff like that. But if for some reason you ever have a situation like that, you do not handle it like that ever. No, unless the people are literally being. Like the biggest douchebags to you. Yeah. You don't go on stage and touch their shit and throw their shit Absolutely around. not. Especially if they're half your age. 
That's yeah, ridiculous. No matter how old they're, if, if they're half your age and you think mom and dad bought all their gear, that doesn't mean anything. Yeah. Just because we're half their age, we've paid for all of our, all of our own yeah. gear. Yeah. Like, there's a few things that our parents have got us, and, and they've been gifts. They've been Christmas gifts. It's not just like, oh, you need that? Fine, we'll buy it for you kind of deal. So Yeah. But, um, yeah, one more horror story here. It's not, not like about a band or anything. Um, we were competing in a competition up at the Mod Club a couple years ago. And... Um, my guitars were coming with my uh, the Hastings side of my family, so my dad and uh, my aunt and my grandma and grandpa. So they're they're in in the trunk of of their car and they're on their way. And uh, it was about I don't know fifteen minutes till I was to go on stage. I get a call from my dad. Hey, we just got an, in an accident on the QEW or oh, something no. like that. Whatever that the highway is, right? The, the main one in Toronto. And uh, I was like, no way. And he's like, yeah. And, <laughs> I probably, you know, now that I think back on it, my first reaction was kind of a joke. I, I, my first reaction was, are my guitars okay? I probably would have asked the same thing. I mean, I was like, my guitars okay? Right? Because he said, we got in an accident. So I'm thinking they got rear-ended. Oh, my guitars are in the trunk. They're going to be fried. So that was my first reaction. And dad goes, yeah, we're fine. And uh, I was like, oh, yeah, oh, okay. Man. That's I good. Been, I would have been pissed off. I was like, <laughs> I would like, you little <laughs> And dad's like, yeah, your guitars are fine. He goes, but I don't think we're going to make it there in time. And I'm like, I can't play a set without playing guitar. This is weird. And my amp and everything's already there. It was just my guitars. So I'm so stressed out. Sean needs both of his because he had a, his Floyd Rose yeah, on yeah, one. Yeah, that's right. And the other one was the floating PRS. So we couldn't like tune it up. And yeah. Whatnot. And at this point, Sean was still in the band. He was still yeah, playing guitar. Yeah. Just guys, if you don't follow that. But. Yeah. Um, so the band that played right before us, um, really cool band, actually, if you guys want to check them out. They're called Stained Glass Army. Um, actually, no, they just changed their name to excuses, excuses. That's cool. Um, but they're, they're a cool band. And, um, basically they heard, overheard what was going on and their lead singer came up and said, Hey man, I have two guitars that you can use if you need them. He goes, they might not be your, your kind of deal, your thing, but you're welcome to use them. So basically they saved the that's day sick. and I'm like, sweet. These guys are, these areas are good that's guys. Sick. That's, that's the brotherhood of yeah. fucking music that's sick so he he pulls his guitars up on stage for me he goes what do you need him tuned to that kind of thing so while i'm setting up everything he's plugging into my tuner tuning them for me that's so sick. this guy is like i'm like oh, these guys are sweet and they actually ended up winning the competition um but ended up i didn't have to use these guitars last minute jv comes flying in from the back i see him coming through the crowd and everything and he just throws them on stage to me and they made it there just in time. And Dad and, and the, the Hastings family walk in a couple minutes late because they had to park and everything. But I guess what had happened was Aunt Sherry just pulled up. JV walked out, snagged them quick, and just booked it back in and threw them to me. They were ice cold because it was cold. Yeah. Which I never should have grabbed them out and started playing them. But I did, plugged them in, kept playing them. They stayed in tune good. So everything worked out good. But <laughs> I was yeah. really stressed out there for a minute. Luckily, the uh, the, the outshined uh, techs did their job. Yeah. Yeah, the outshine dad, JV. Outshine dad, <laughs> uh, he's your tech almost too. Some of the stuff I see him. Yeah, he, he's he's definitely fixed some on stage issues for me a few times. <laughs> Our last show there at the Atria that we did, I would one of the cables popped out one of my pedals, and I was like, what, what's going on? There was all this like, like you know when you plug in it, that eh, that noise was happening, yeah. and then the guitar eh. would come in every time I'd step on my board, and I'm like, what's going on? So JV comes over, starts fiddling with stuff. He figured out one was a little loose, so he plugs it in. And it was still happening. I'm like, oh, I'm like, this is it. I'm not going to be able to play guitar for the rest of the show. I look down, my fuzz pedal, the cable's right out of it pretty much. Oh, wow. So JV just comes up. I'm like pointing to it and he just hammers it in. 
everything's black. Magic. Up. The oh moment. It you awesome. had to just pull out of your pedal board and just ran directly into your Ironforge case. Yeah, that's that's and... that's what happens sometimes. But I don't like doing that because well, yeah, I course. like having my toys. Yeah. But yeah, when when need be, I do it. So I guess something that's um has kind of been um not the elephant in the room, but like uh Something that people probably might be surprised we haven't really talked about that much yet is uh, gigs. Um, and the reason I say that is because, you know, obviously us having talked about how we met and stuff and a little bit about the store. But as far mm-hmm. as um, I did the two podcasts on the store and the second part, half, the second part of the gigs was more about the store closing and that kind of yeah. thing. You were a big part of gigs music for the last year and a half. About a, about a year. During the height of me working full time and being the manager, you were the part time guy. Yeah. Um. So obviously, in that that second half of the podcast, there for the gigs music one, I obviously I talked about a bunch of stuff, but some stuff I didn't really touch on. Um. Well, I, I guess I did kind of touch on it. Obviously, I talked about all that stuff already, but discussing it with you, obviously might be some different perspectives. So yeah. I figured it might be something that kind of we should address. Um yeah, yeah, for sure. Obviously the uh that summer, the summer of uh, twenty fifteen there. Mm-hmm. Um I was thinking it was July or was it June that I we kinda Rob said to me, he's like, hey, like, you know, we might need to lay Brandon off for the yeah. summer just like for a month or two just because it was it was yeah. it was dead. Yeah. Um and well I mean I think both of us kind of knew it was coming. Yeah. In a way, like, I mean, for a few months before you said there might be a time where you're going to be off for a little bit kind of thing. Um, so it wasn't a big surprise when you called and said, hey, man, yeah. don't come in today. We're going to have to lay off till September kind of thing. So I was like, OK, that's fine. You know, that's it and was I think it was like late June. July. Yeah, I was like only going to be off for like a couple months. Yeah, so at that point, I like when I it's funny because when, when I originally called you about that i said i, I promise you're gonna have a job here yeah. in september like I, yeah. I, I like i'm not gonna fuck you around or anything yeah. so it's funny um <laughs> the way things yeah. turned out i laugh about it now but um obviously with everything that went down yeah um calling you up the uh, the day that i found out we were closing yeah. what's um i guess hearing your side maybe a little bit your side of the story uh, um well, I told it, was, mine. it was September, I guess, and I was sitting out on the back patio with my grandparents at their place, actually, and uh phone rang, and TJ, work, comes up. So I pick it up, and right away, I knew something was up, just the way TJ was talking. He let up the big sigh, and he's like, so I got some rough news. It was like, like you, it was kind of like, yeah, like I know. Like yeah. So when I um when I had called you, like you said, you know, you're sitting on the back deck, yeah. and what's... Um, so like I was kind of like <sighs> yeah. making that phone call. Like I don't even know if we've really talked about this, but like me making that phone call was like that fucking sucked. Yeah. Well, like you were super apologetic. I remember that. And then you're just like, like you know, Rod told me today we we gotta let you go. Like we're closing up shop, kind of thing. Um, I mean, I was I was okay with it. I knew it was coming, kind of thing. Yeah. But at the same time, I was like, what do I do now? Like, yeah, I don't have anywhere to be. Like I I had just quit Boys and Girls Club not long before. Yeah, and I remember I, like I felt so shitty because I knew you had just quit. Yeah. There, and I mean, like, I think like you guys were getting ready to move, weren't you? Before yeah. That time, so I think you were kind of like, well, I was probably gonna have to anyway. Yeah, and I think at that point too, like I think if like 
everything had hadn't have happened with the move and all that. I think I would have been more upset about yeah. the, sh- the like you know losing my job kind of thing. Yeah, but I was just kind of at the point like anything bad again, just bring it on. I'm ready for it yeah, kind of deal. Yeah. So it was, obviously it was upsetting, but like for Rob, yeah, that was I can only imagine what he freaking went through. Was he exactly? I I remember him saying to me like he's just like you know I don't want to let anybody down or anything. And he's like I'm letting you down and like yeah. blah blah blah. Some, well, emotional I, shit i remember you said to me that you, you just you've never seen rob like that yeah so but yeah i mean we knew it was coming and i, th- I remember you saying um rob asked if you'd give us a hand kind of thing so i you know that was there was no way i was going to say no I'm, yeah it's just but uh yeah i mean i wasn't going to say no to that so i think that that as the time went by that last week that last week for both of us was pretty hectic you more than anyone yeah well it was funny because that um I didn't really talk about this, I guess, on, on the gigs podcast. The uh, the last, uh, I want to say, two, three weeks. Was it two? two? The last two weeks we were open. Yeah. There was a week where we had to get everything out of the basement. Yeah. Now, <laughs> for people who listening who didn't know, gigs had this really big, awesome, but creepy as shit old basement. It was an old building. Let's just emphasize creepy as shit basement. Absolutely. Like it was 100% haunted. Yeah. 100%. I'm going to probably do a podcast eventually just on that. Yeah. And it's, it's rumored. I've heard that it was actually a crematorium yes, back in the yes. day. I got it. So <laughs> I, I have to tell this story real quick. Guys. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the first day I worked alone at gigs, um, Robin heard rumors about it being a crematorium and shit. And I never bought it. I was like, fuck it. Nah, it's bullshit. And one day I'm sitting there. It was a Saturday and I was alone. And, um, I'm sitting there and then all of a sudden I like look up from my thing and there's an old dude standing there and like he's scared of shit. I was like, oh shit. He's just like, oh, sorry. I didn't mean to scare you. I was like, okay. That's I actually don't think I've heard the story. No. And I don't tell it a lot because it freaked me out. Yeah. Um, And I'm like, oh, like what can I help you with? He's like, oh, no, no. I just I just wanted to come chat in a new store. I'm like, oh, cool. Right on. And so we're chatting. Really nice older guy, you know. And he says, oh, um, I guess you guys probably don't know the history of this building. I'm like, not really, no, but like we've heard rumors and stuff. And he just said, they're all true. I'm like, well, what do you mean? <laughs> He's like, this building used to be a crematorium. Like, it's true. And I'm like, that's ridiculous. No, that's ridiculous, dude. And he just kind of was like, oh, yeah, believe what you want to believe. And um, kind of, we talked a little bit more about some stuff, but he was very, right after the whole crematorium, he got really creepy and just kind of, talking slowly and he had this weird look in his eyes and he's just like <laughs> he's he's kind of like well i guess i better get back it's late and i'm like uh, it's like fucking like two in the afternoon but all right whatever so i'm like yeah and he goes walking out and he turns around and he looks at me and he says oh um good luck you're gonna need it and he walked out the door and i kind of sat there for a second and i went the fuck is he talking about <laughs> So I ran outside and he was gone. Now, for anyone who knows gigs, you walk out. I got the goosebumps right now. Yeah. There's two <laughs> ways you can walk. Mm-hmm. And I can see you for a good probably 30 yeah. feet. Even if you walk down the little alleyway that was right beside yeah. there. I looked on the cameras. There was nothing. I looked back on the cameras. There was nothing. Wow. That dude walked out of the door and disappeared. That's Could just, he have gone into a car? It's possible. Um, that quick though. That 
fucking creepy. I, <laughs> I never was. There are days I'd be in that place by myself and I'd be sitting at the computer and I'd be like, oh, fuck. Yeah. I did not like being there alone. Yeah. There's there's a few things that happened with me. Nothing like to overly yeah. frighten me, but there's a few times where I thought teachers were in the back and then like, and I'd hear stuff back there, someone fiddling around. And then a few minutes later, like if it was like Dave or something and he'd walk in the front door and I'd be yeah. like, I, weren't you just back there? And he's like, no, I'm the only one here. I just went for a donut. And I'd be like, what? So little things like that. And I, I had a, I had a couple picks thrown at me one time. Yeah. Yeah. Well, the one, um, the one story just real quick. I, I, uh, always tell was, um, when we were renovating the building, Rob was in out front yeah, this one's and I was in the back and we had, we had the less rooms in the back. So I was in the back there like sweeping or whatever. And we had like, um, this tape and stuff over the doorway so no one could get in or out. And, um, Rob's like, he was in the front of the building, but like he was kind of in the alleyway. So there's no way he could get into the front of the building without going through the door. And I'm in the back and all of a sudden the radio turns up. Like, I mean, like full blast from like three to like a hundred. Was it at least a good tune? I don't You've remember never told me this what part song of the story. it was. <laughs> I, I, I want to say it was like, it was kind of a weird song, but I don't know what it was, but um, <laughs> it's irrelevant. I'm sorry. Yeah. No, it's just, I can't, I wish I remember. But so, I come, I'm like, oh, you, like, good tune, eh? And no answer. And I went, ah, fucking. So, like, I couldn't even focus. So, I went around to the front. And Rob, as I walked out the door, Rob was standing there. And I said, oh, you like the song? He's like, what do you mean? I'm like, you just turned the radio up. He's like, no, I didn't. And I'm like, oh, someone did. He's like, dude, there's no one in there. The door's locked. So, he's like, oh, my God, like, someone's in there. What the fuck? So, he comes running. We run in there, open the door, and there's not a fucking soul in there. There's not a soul in there. Now, there was like some drywall dust and stuff on like the floor. So like you could see footprints, right? There was no fucking footprints in there. That's nuts, man. Like just, uh, and Rob just kind of looked at me, right? And he's like, this is the start of it all. (laughs) Like, damn it. That was the first one, but some of a, a ghost entity. Who uh, yeah. we'll save that for another podcast. Yeah, um, I'll I'll, I'm, I'll think I'll have Brandon on again, and we'll tell ghost sure. stories of gigs music. Yeah, but sure. um, obviously, kind of went off there a little bit, guys. But yeah. um, obviously, talking about the end that last uh, two weeks. Yeah, that one week that we were still open, uh, I had oh man, probably probably two weeks worth of stuff to get rid of in that basement. Um, it was just a shit. Oh my god! I remember I was like, I have to get rid of all that. Mm-hmm. And then the guy, like, I, I think like I asked you, I'm like, are you still around? You like, yeah, dude. I'm like, fuck, thank god. Yeah, it was, it was just, it was insane. I, I remember, as it was, like, I remember there was a lot of stuff down there. But yeah. I remember walking down there, and I think just the mentality behind knowing I had to clean all that up. It was just like. There's so much more down here. Oh, dude, there was like the amount of guitar boxes we had. Oh, there was what? Like, didn't we count like 75 or something like that? Yeah. that we finally collapsed. And I'm like, we had 75 guitars here at one. Like, oh, and and it was me, you, and Woody, uh, right? Uh, Your buddy, my, Woody. my good buddy, Mr. Uh, the Heel, Ryan Wood. Yeah. Uh, we had a little system going. I'd throw them to Ryan, and yeah. he'd throw them up the stairs to TJ, and TJ would stack them and crush them. And, and mind you, while this was all happening, we were still open. Yeah. We still had people coming in while we were loading up these boxes. Yeah, and people stuff. was kind of like, what's going on? So, Adding to the stress of all that, also me having to find another job, also me mm-hmm. having to coordinate all this. Yeah, it's <laughs> people kept coming in. Like, what's going on? Yeah, so I have to tell everybody, 
And after a while, it just got to be fucking yeah. too much. But uh, we were um, cleaning all that shit out. And then we had, like, the bin and everything. And yeah. The amount of work that friggin' went into all that. Yeah. It's, like, some of the worst shit, like, having, and also, like, having to clean down there, and you know. And the amount of stuff we had to throw out that was upstairs, too. Um, we had those two uh, old guitars that were broken. Yeah, unfixable. We I still have those videos somewhere. Yeah, too. I've got them. I just found um, them last uh, week on my computer. Of um, we'll have to post. You have to post them through the yeah, uh, the hotter show yeah, one time or post something. Those videos of, of yeah. both of us smashing guitars. Yeah. Um, and it was just I guess what I'm, I'm trying to say is the, emphasizing the amount of stress I was under and the fact that you were there and you were like I help you out and stuff yeah. and it helped me immensely because like. I remember tearing apart those cabinets. Yeah. That was probably the biggest like, stress reliever oh, for, for yeah. you. Just, I was just I taking a hammer yeah. to them. And I remember them apart, I, like we were like, and then Rob was like, just destroy them. Yeah. And I just got like, you know, I'm like, back away. And I just, yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. We had that, um, that like dresser thing. I like, when I, we had the bin, I like picked it up and just threw it on Tossed the ground. There. Yeah. You were just like, what are you doing? I'm like, <laughs> Uh, I, I walk out of the back door and TJ's got this like dresser above his head and he's just yelling, tossing it at like 10 in the morning, throwing yeah, it in I the bin. throwing it around and I had an audience. <laughs> you know, yeah. people were digging it. They're like, oh, like, TJ's destroying shit. Yeah. And um, uh, just, yeah, it, was, it was great. And then, uh, you know, after all that was done, we get to that last day with Rob being yeah. there and I we guess the four the of place. us. Yeah, Susan we cleared there, right? the place out. There's Sue. So, yeah, we um we cleared the place out. Movies were there. We moved. That, that was a day that I was dreading that day so fucking much. Mm -hmm. And I remember like I, I picked you up. That I think I picked you up that yep. morning. Yeah. Like I remember that morning I picked you up and it was such a long time coming. And it's only been, it had only been like two weeks, but it yeah. felt like a year. Yeah. And like we're driving there and, was, you know, usually I pick you up and I'm like, ah, I'm like ah, yeah, I was, like, it was a quiet drive in. I was kind of like, and we got there and. We looked at all the stuff we had to load, and I was like, oh, man, this is going to take us all day. But mm -hmm. in one regard, I was like, I want this to take as long as possible. Yeah. Because yeah. I knew, I'm like, this is it. Like, this yeah. is the last. It was like September 31st, too. Like, yeah. it was like the last day. Yeah. And um, we were loading it up, and before I knew it, we were done. And I was like, oh, shit. Like, I'm like sweeping the floor, and I'm like, this is the last time I'm going to sweep this floor. And people are like, man, like you're so sentimental about it. But it's like the thing people need to understand is like for myself, and I know for you too, like it was, it wasn't just like a nine to five job. Yeah. It was so much more than that. So we're sitting there sweeping. Yeah. I think you were like picking something up and this guy's kind of, was kind of standing there looking around. We're like, well, fuck. Yeah. You know, I knew that was going to be the last time I knew that you'd be in the building. Yeah. I thought it was going to be for me. I happened to be back there. Maybe, I think like once, once more, but for, yeah, for me it was like this past. That was genuinely, I think, one of my fa the favorite years of my life that I, yeah. I remember, because so much happened. Not even just like within the shop, but so much other stuff, like outside of that, within the band and whatnot. And yeah, that still has to do with all with music. Yeah. So it was. It was. It became the shop became kind of sentimental to me in a way in that sense, because it was like the ending of that year, that ending of that era kind of thing, right? Yeah. And I know for you that what the past three years or whatever, the past right? Three years of my life, especially the the two years or so that i was there full-time managing like that was literally people like it wasn't that long and i'm like you gotta understand something like i was there yeah. every day pretty much for eight ten hours a day and when you're deeply into music like both you and i are 
it's not just like a music store job. Yeah. Right. You become attached to it. That was something that like I always, it was always my dream to work in a music store. And yeah. I was able to do it and I did it. Yeah. How many people can say that? Yeah. That both of us can say, yeah, we worked in a music store. Well, I remember when gigs opened up, I was like, cool, music store in Bowmanville. Because at the time I didn't know about hands on or anything like that. And uh, I actually didn't even learn about it until after I met you. And uh, I was like, sweet. Good, good store, good guys. Yeah. I was like, sweet. I got. I, I need to get a job there. I'm, I'm going to work there. Because uh, at the time I was, you know, it was just, I didn't drive, still don't drive, but that's besides the fact. <laughs> yeah. But, I, you know, I, I literally had to pick this guy up for him to be on the podcast. <laughs> Thank you very much. <laughs> yeah. I'm working on it though. I'm working on yeah, it. Yeah. You're, you're working on yeah, getting the, yeah, Dad getting and I have been going out driving and driving. Oh, that's good. Driving stick is a lot more patent in your head and rubbing your tummy than you think oh, it is. Oh, hell yeah. I, I can't. I can't say so, I can't drive stick. I don't have a choice, but yeah, I mean, that last day was, it was like peaceful in a way though. Oh, yeah. If that, that sounds when cheesy, we were, but. Well, when we were, got to Rob's place and we're unloading everything and putting everything in, like it was like, I think it was almost therapeutic in a way because for me, I mean like, for again, sure. people going, man, you're so fucking sentimental about this, but it's like. <laughs> You need to understand also, I was under so much stress. Yeah. And when we put that final box down and said goodbye to the movies and everything, and me and you were standing out on Rob's deck, it was like this gorgeous summer day. Yeah. Um, well, late summer. Couldn't have had a better we're day to We're standing on his deck and um, looking out at the water and stuff. Rob has a really, really nice property he lives on. And just fucking, I'm standing there just going, fuck, like, what a day. But at the same time, I'm like, fuck, like it all kind of hit me at once. And I was like, shit, I was, I had like tears rolling down my face. I don't know if you'd noticed, but I was kind of like, fuck. Like, I know. I, I could tell you were fighting back. Yeah. I was like, fuck, like this is, uh, and then we had this like awesome two, three hour hangout with Rob and Sue. Mm -hmm. Rob made his burgers and shit. And I'd met Rob a few times before that, of course. But that was when I was like, Rob's a cool dude. Yeah. Rob is the shit, man. Nothing but mm -hmm. wonderful things to say about Rob. Absolutely. And, um, and then, you know, we went home. I, I, I can't remember if, did, did I drive you home? I don't remember. Uh, I think we, I drove we, you met, to we met, yeah, we met that in Newcastle. So yeah. I kind of knew, I'm like, I'm not going to see Brandon for a while. And on, on a totally uh, lame sentimental value, I was like, oh, like, I like got to knew this guy like so well, so quick. So I'm like, like my part timer, you know, and, <laughs> and he's like, all right, man, well, I'll see you later. All right. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like, I was like, oh, okay. Um, well, part of me was like, man, I'm never going to see TJ again. This kind of sucks. And yeah, then part of me was way. like, no, we got to make an effort to see each yeah, other. Like, and I'm then I'm like, like every day. <laughs> and then I got, it got to like, oh, well, he's a fan of the band. We'll probably see him out at shows, that kind of yeah. thing. And so we're still, still Snapchat. Snapchat's yeah. how we talk. Yeah. But it's just one of those things like, um, one thing that people say to me is like, oh, like, do you still keep in touch with people from the store? And I'm like, why wouldn't I mean unfortunately I haven't seen any of the teachers or talked to them since yeah I do want to talk to them all <laughs> yeah and that, that's a cool thing is that like we built bonds with a lot of the people yeah like even me just being a part-timer a lot of the teachers like like Dave especially because he was he was able to you know he had a couple blocks where he was able to have a conversation about guitar with yeah me. Dave I mean they were all great people mm -hmm. no doubt but Dave was Dave was like he's a cool dude he knows his stuff yeah. he's been around the block so yeah Oh yeah, I, I miss Dave because it's like every time Dave would call, we talk for like half an hour. I'm like Dave, I gotta go. Like, yeah, just about gear too. Yeah, oh like, yeah, oh yeah. It was uh, it was good shit, and that's something that 
you know, I said in the last pod, the gigs podcast, you know, episode two and three, if you guys want to go back and listen, if you haven't heard it, um, it's something I'm probably always going to miss. Um, and you were a big part of that. So thank you for everything you did. And thank you for the support and shit at the end. And thank you for not being a douche and be like, I'm not going (laughs) to talk to TJ again because he's a fucking loser now. Thank you for hiring me on to give me that co-op and letting me not fail high school. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Being being a not dick boss and a good mentor and everything. Mentor. I like, okay. Well, I mean, we all know eventually I'm going to end up being your guitar tech on the road. So I wouldn't argue that. So, I mean, you know, you'll be, you'll be yelling at me to get you a diet Pepsi or something. I'll be like, yeah. but they don't have any diet Pepsi in the venue. You better go fucking find yeah, one. Then. You better walk down the street and find me a Pepsi or a, a Coke <laughs> and yeah, I'm like, or a Pepsi, your, whatever. No, like I was your boss at one point. You're like, I don't care. <laughs> I'm your boss now. I'm your boss now, bitch. So, <laughs> kind of a heavy subject. Um, we're just getting ready to wrap this up here, guys. Brandon, thank you so much again for being on. Thank you for having it's, me on. It's been fun. Um, Definitely has been. Kind of the last thing I kind of want to talk about real quick is just uh, a mutual love we have. You know, it's something that we're both very passionate about, something that drives us, something that I think, you know, if we're having a rough day, it gets us through. Yeah. And that's fast food. Absolutely. Uh, 100%. I mean, it, oh, fuck. I, I, I don't even talk about fast food. People are like, what the hell are you talking about? Fast food. Okay. There is nothing like when you've had a long day. Yeah. I going I where through you're going. the drive through at McDonald's, getting yourself a nice quarter pounder with cheese, ketchup only for you. Only the best. And oh, just, oh, that's good stuff. The amount of subway runs. Subway. Pita Pit. P- oh, Pita Pit. Pita that Pit. Was, oh, pizza. For- for me, it's Taco Bell. Taco Bell yeah, takes the cake for Taco me. Taco Bell. So, it's so, just, so you're saying Taco Bell is your favorite fast food? Taco I think Bell. for me, it takes the cake. Yeah. Because yeah. Taco Bell is... It's it's right. It's I don't know. It's yeah. it's the place. Yeah, I, I can't eat Taco Bell. No? This doesn't, this doesn't, this doesn't, well, it doesn't agree with my stomach, yeah. but it's worth it. It's you know, worth you're, it. You're, you're sitting there after you're eating, you're just like, oh, yeah. but it was so good. Well, most fast food places are like that, but... Taco Bell is more severe. Taco angry. Bell is the severe version <laughs> of that. Okay, folks, the severe version. Yeah, but it's. Yeah. I mean, it's it's funny. Even even I was thinking about stuff we could talk about, and people say, "You talking about fast food? What the fuck?" But it's like you need to understand something. If you were at gigs music, especially near the end, like one like one of the last days we had, it was me, you, Rob, and Sue were there. Yeah, and Rob went to go get us McDonald's. You yeah, know that. Yeah, and just. Comfort food. Yeah, I've got like we've got like double quarter pounders with cheese. And, yeah, and I just uh, I well, just, I mean, and like the thing is too is like you and I rarely, well, more me than you, but we rarely brought lunches. Oh, absolutely. I never brought. Lunches. So it was like pizza, and then the next day, like leftover from that pizza, yeah. or we'd get Pita Pit or Subway, whatever yeah. was close, really, or whatever would deliver. I had always, especially with my co-ops, my poor co-ops. I'm like, all right, boys, I'm hungry. Go give me a sandwich from Norms. Yeah. Or see, you know? see, part and of me when I was all the time, but part of me being a co-op was like, man, I'm gonna lose weight, man, walking all this distance to get food all the time. But then, and then, you know, and then, like I, then I would get food, <laughs> and I'm like, well, I'm just gaining back what I already yeah. just walked off. Yeah, well, that's the best part is I'd like walk to the bank or something, and I'd be like, oh, I'm gonna lose all this weight, and then on the way back, I'd be like, oh, it's coffee, coffee and cakes, cakes. friggin' coffee. Give a shout out to coffee and cakes, Sam Mark at coffee Robinson. and cakes. You no, know, she's yeah. not there anymore. No, but but um, she was the one when we were there. Not not my Sam, another Sam. But she is also a ginger, so it's kind of funny how it works out. But um, yeah, not gonna lie, 
She made the best sandwiches there. Yeah. They're good sandwiches, man. Yeah. They're a little pricey. A little pricey. It's there, worth Mark. it, though. A little pricey, man. But <laughs> you you make a good sandwich. I'll yeah. give you that, you know. But, uh, yeah. Yeah, we and then the um, the village inn. Yeah, chicken fingers and fries. Chicken fingers and fries things. in the village inn, man. That's Crazy. just. Uh, I I didn't know how I was gonna end this podcast off, so I, I figured you know I just yeah. quickly talk about fast food. So Let Brandon's me. favorite fast food is Taco Bell. Yeah, little insight on Brandon Hastings there, and I Mexican guess, pizza. Um, Mexican pizza. Oh, that's fire! What, what for, this exactly is this is for is, Dylan and Braden. That's fire. My arms are up in the air and I look like Elmo. They'll get that. So I'll show you that <laughs> later. But, uh, but. So, so what? just real quick, what exactly is Mexican pizza? Uh, so it's like a hard taco shell flattened out and they put beef uh, and then and bean puree. And then they put a hard, another hard taco shell on the top, like a tomato-y sauce, and then cheese on top of that. Yeah, that sounds good. So yeah, it's really good. Yeah. Really good. Yeah. yeah. And then a fry supreme with that. And, yeah. Well, I don't know if we can end it off any better than that. Um, I totally agree. Just I... I Real quick, the only other thing I, I have left to ask you is if you had to pick one show you guys have done that, that you think was your all-time favorite show, what would it be? Oh, that's a, that's a hard one. Uh, Mod Club's definitely right up there. Yeah. That was that was just a cool venue to play. Um, but I'm going to go with probably the venue in Peterborough, the first year we did it, because yeah. I, I set up that whole show and did all the arranging for that. first. So for me, that's probably it. It was just so rewarding to be able to go up and play after all the work I put into it with all the bands and stuff. So probably the venue in Peterborough, which that's... we will be up in Peterborough again on May 13th. May 13th. At, uh, Sin City. So as part of that same event, it's still going. So. Right on. Yeah. All right. Well, with that, guys, we're going to sign off here. Uh, Brandon, thank you so much again thank for being you. on. Thank you for the support and everything. And thank you. thank you for letting me use uh, both why and feel all right as intro sounds. Anytime, <laughs> we got to get you one written. It's all yours. Yeah, you you gotta you gotta get on that. And make me like, tell yeah, tell the guys. You know, we got to sit down and write TJ an intro song. Absolutely. So. All right, so that was part two of my conversation with Brandon. I hope you guys enjoyed it. I had a lot of fun doing those podcasts with him. Uh, just kind of hanging out with him again. Uh, I hadn't seen him in quite a few months. Um, last time I saw him was. Uh, when when the shop closed so well actually no sorry that's not true i did see him at a show um but uh it felt like it'd been a while um so uh really great stories um the story of uh him myself rob and uh, sue hanging out on uh, rob's deck on the last official day of us being employed by gigs music was a really fun story brought back some good memories um Brandon is an awesome guy, awesome musician. Be sure to check out Shined Out. You can find them on Facebook and Twitter. Just plug in Outshined. Um, I will definitely tag them in this post on Facebook as well. Um, you can also find them on the web at www.outshined.ca. Awesome band. Um, definitely looking forward to the uh, the recordings and that that he discussed. They're going to be doing with the Reduce. Very awesome stuff. Thank you so, so much for tuning in and hitting that play button. I appreciate it so, so much. Uh, you know, I appreciate you guys. You guys have been making this so awesome for me. The continued support on Facebook, Twitter, all the social medias, um, whatever medium you listen to this on, I appreciate it so much. You know that the easiest, some of the easiest ways to listen to The Harder Show um, 
We've got the SoundCloud, we've got the iTunes, and we've got the YouTube, whatever you're listening on. Don't forget to follow if you're listening on the SoundCloud. Don't forget to subscribe if you're on the iTunes. Leave a rating. I always appreciate it. And, of course, if you listen on the YouTube, don't forget to like or dislike this video. Well, it's a still image, but it's still technically a video. Um, be sure to leave a like and dislike on it and subscribe to The Hardest Show to keep up with what's going on. And uh, that's going to be it for us here, guys. Next time I talk to you, it's going to be the live cast. I'm looking forward to that so, so much. Don't forget to check out that event on Facebook. I will, uh, I'll be putting the link up um, as soon as we go live. That is going to be on Thursday, May 12th at 7 p.m. Don't forget about it. Hopefully you guys can come out. Um, I'm so excited to get to kind of hang out with you guys and talk. We're going to be doing the audio thing and the video thing. I'm going to just be hanging out. We're going to talk. Um, I, I'm planning to go for an hour, um, but uh, I will go longer if uh, if we're having a good time. Um, I've already got some questions that I'm kind of going to answer um, that some people have asked over the course of the last uh, couple of months or so that I've been doing the podcast. Um, I'm going to talk about uh, some stuff that's happened in the Harder Show, some stuff for the future, all that kind of fun stuff. Um, I'm going to be uh, um, at the uh, Your Average News Studios uh, with my good buddy, Mr. Brandon Bowden, who's going to be kind of producing the episode for me. Um, I'll be boring his rig, so uh, it's going to be a lot of fun. I'm really looking forward to it. Be sure to send me questions if there's anything you want me to discuss. I'll answer anything on the podcast, no matter what it is. You can either send it to me on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. You can always email me at thehardershow, all one word, at gmail.com. We're looking forward to it, guys. I'm so pumped about it. Uh, don't forget to check out Jaybird Digital Arts on Facebook and on the web at www.jaybird. That's just J-A-Y-B-I-R-D digitalarts.com awesome awesome stuff i'm so thankful for everything that uh jason's done for us so far um just all really out of the kindness of his heart great guy uh does great work really great pricing i would never steer you guys wrong anything that i talk about on the podcast um that is uh somewhat sponsor related um it, it's always going to be stuff either i use personally or that I think you guys should check out. And Jaybird Digital Arts is definitely something you guys should check out. If you need anything logo related, digital arts, t-shirts, anything like that. Awesome, awesome stuff. Be sure to check them out. And and one last shout out I want to give to musicfly.ca. Very awesome site for promoting local bands, local artists, local venues. Uh, all sorts of stuff. It's really amazing. You go on there and check out the calendar of all the local shows coming up on that. Um, really awesome stuff. Uh, the gentleman who runs it, um, whose name is escaping me at the moment, um, he is uh, he's trying to really build across Ontario right now. Uh, so definitely check them out if you're a local band and you want to uh, maybe promote some shows or stuff through Music Fly. Definitely contact them. You can find them on the web. You can find them on Facebook, Twitter, YouTube. Just uh, go on, type in www.musicfly, that's musicfly.ca, check them out, awesome, awesome site, looking forward to seeing how that all goes, I'm looking forward to the next time we get to hang out guys, I will talk to you then on the episode 30 live cast, thank you so much again for tuning in, and I'll catch you guys next time on The Harper Show.